0: To a second take at episode three of our take on Days of Our Lives. My name is Jonathan, and I am joined by Jenna and Tony Ann. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, everybody. Guys, it is so nice to be sitting here and talking about one of the best shows on television right now. That is, The Days of Our Lives. Are you guys excited? Yes,
1: oh, yeah. talking about Days makes me so happy.
0: Yes. Turning so it real quick for those who may not know who you are, and I'd be surprised who. Uh, let's talk real quickly. What's your day's history like? Who's some of your favorite characters? How long have you been watching? Well, nine yards.
1: Okay, so. I've basically been watching Days for as long as I've been alive, but I've only retained memories from 1999 to now. So I've basically been watching for 20 years. But when I was little, my mom used to have, like, tapes and tapes saved up, and she'd watch on the weekends, and I'd sit and play on the floor. And I used to get Bo and John confused because they both had really long hair. (laughs) But some of my favorite characters are... Belle and Sean, they were the first couple that I ever shipped before shipping was an actual thing. Yes, message boards. Yes. Jack and Jennifer are another one of my favorites. I am obsessed with them as my timeline will show and I'm ignoring you, Jonathan, and Mm -hmm. also Ben and Sierra.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, good choices. So, except for one of them. Um, but stop it. It's okay. Stop it. We we can't you will all not, have good taste. So, you will not
1: be smart to my Jack and Jennifer. I will no. not allow it.
0: Let's <laughs> just dive right into some news, because if you haven't had an opportunity yet, we did a breaking news edition of our take on days, and I got Corian and Ashley on because we had to discuss. Two pieces of news that we're going to go over here and get your guys' discussion on, and that's that Days of Our Lives was renewed, and we're Yay. getting the Last Blast spinoff. So yes! Let's talk about that one first, since you guys seem super excited about it. What was your reaction? What What are you most excited for, this Last Blast crew? coming
1: back i'm excited for all of it first of all last blast crew was my jam i grew up with them yeah. i have re-watched the last blast dances so <laughs> many times like <laughs> oh. i think i crashed the hard drive on my computer just from constantly downloading all of the clips from the dances, I know all of these characters that we're seeing: Susan, Kevin, Jan, Jason, Sean, Bell, Chloe, possibly Philip. I know all of it's them. I'm so excited. It's,
0: it's Philip. possibly it's Philip. I
1: know. philip okay. well I'm just because... we I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm tired of this. Like, who's it gonna be? There's gonna be a secret character showing up. And like, no. Who do you guys, think it's let's... gonna be? It's, like... it's, it's Philip. He was on set. And he's it's, taping. It's he's filming. The real Philip.
1: The only Philip I ever acknowledged j kenneth johnson welcome home oh yes blessed and i just love that we're getting to see susan and kevin and we get to see what's up with them because i did love kevin and mimi kevin and mimi were adorable and i loved susan too and jan and jay well I the can fact do that they jan. got like og jan back i was like wait oh is it God, heather Lindell or heather lauren Olson? which heather which Lindel. jan is it it's heather Lindell. so it's the second jan
2: Well, yeah, she's the only Jan that I... (laughs) The only one that matters. It's like it's like with uh, Abby, like I said on the first one, he's like, you know, the one before Kate. I'm like, there was no one before Kate. So just, you know, carry on with that. Because, I mean, the last time we saw Jan, she was in a coma.
1: So apparently she
2: woke up. No, she woke up. But when did she wake up? And what has she been doing with her life? And, you know, what's going on with her? Because she was a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. More than a little, and I'm... You I'm know, wondering, so, did she and Jason get back together? Right. Right. So I'm just I'm curious. I'm really curious as to the, the Jan aspect of it all. That's really what I'm like, really? So what
1: has Jan been up to?
2: And what and is she going to be up to? that
1: the premise of it is that Kevin is opening a dot com. Yes. And it, like people were like, Well, is it gonna go with the time jump?
2: I'm like, how could it not? Because basically their twenty year high school reunion would be in twenty twenty.
1: No, they're or no, it wouldn't. It would be in 2022. 2022, but because they graduated you know, in May of 2002.
2: Yeah, they graduated the year I did. Let's not talk about how old I am. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, so it's like, well, yeah, it's gonna be with the time jump. It wouldn't make sense if they did a, you know, because all these web series are supposed to like correlate but with it would be
0: the show. Because if the time jump right now it's 2020, it's starting this week, so they're playing 20 for, for the 20 year, which would be. When this time, it's seven, eight episodes, so that would be in 2020, probably wrapping up in, like, January of 2020, which would be 2021.
2: So it will be 19 years, but
0: whatever. I mean, well, I mean, 2022, 2022, right? Right? Because 2021, <laughs> I don't know. Day, just, days, years, fine. math doesn't matter. It,
1: it doesn't, doesn't matter. But I'm just I excited mean, to see everybody and all together at .com, and it's just going to be great because, and like – my yes, and dot right. com was dot com was like my favorite set, which they then later turned into the Java Cafe. But which I love
2: something else,
1: which I I've, I've always loved dot com. So the fact that they're bringing that back, I mean, yeah, it looks like Julie's place, but we'll forgive that. Hey, paint and a couple tables can do wonders. It's gonna so, be interesting to it's gonna be interesting to see recast Mimi. That's yeah, what I
0: was gonna ask, what is your yeah. thoughts on a recast Mimi? did Sarah you see that picture? Wasn't able to. Up here, she looks really close. She looks she does. really close.
1: I would and, have laughed if they got that red-haired Mimi that had, oh the, God. <laughs> that had the role before Farren took over. Yes. yes! Oh, God.
2: She looked like Sammy's friend from, like, the mid-90s. The one that Jamie. ended up marrying... Yeah, the one that ended up marrying Robert coker Yeah. <laughs> she kind of looked like her. And I was like, that can't be
1: the same person. I was like, maybe it's, like, her cousin. Or, like, her daughter or something. <laughs> but... This means whoever they, I forget her name who they got as the recast, looks really close to Farah, So yeah. I'll be interested to see.
0: Now, here's just a random fan theory, but Candace, um during our live episode uh, last week for Breaking News, discussed the possibility that Philip could possibly be David's father. Would you guys like to see that?
1: Yes. Yes. It means I'd Philip's be okay so with things. that. If it brings Philip back to the main show and gets Kate interacting with characters that matter, absolutely.
0: Here's yeah. the thing. These web series, the point of them is to move these characters back to the main show. Yeah, because
1: everybody from because, so, everybody from because everybody from Chabby in Paris, except for Juliet, is coming to the main show. Because Chad yeah. and Abby are already here. And then we've got uh, Shin Jr. coming in a couple months.
0: Bless. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying... I would expect that you're going to see at least probably about four of these people.
1: Oh, we know Br- we we know Brandon's already been back to the set mm-hmm. filming at least twice. We're going to see him, I think Brandon said, in February, and then he was just filming again recently.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Martha, I mean, you could expect her to make a few cameos, if not come back full time, if everything's going all right with her personal, you know, life yep. while she left. You know, so I could see her coming back and then...
0: Nadia's always down for a good time. Nadia's
2: always down to come back. So, I mean, it really just makes me wonder if Jay wants to come back. I mean, that's the big thing. They would probably... They would more than likely have room for him if he wants to come back. And that's just the thing Does he want to.
1: Because they they mentioned Philip a lot over mm -hmm. the last few months
0: before the jump. Yeah. Yep. So, let's talk renewal. Yes! So
1: exciting!
0: So excited! We have another year of our show. Yes, we yes. do.
1: And I have a conspiracy theory that the crazy TV line article that dropped last week was done on purpose because 10 days later we got a renewal.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, if you want to
2: try a scare tactic, that'll work.
0: It, it's interesting because the cast found out back in July. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So they knew in July that the long hiatus was going to happen and that they were going to go off contract. So that leads credence to Jenna, your theory that you know they've already got a framework.
2: Yeah, they've had to already
0: work. already already established for what they're they're negotiating for. So here's the thing though, and this is my 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 sticking point, and something I think that's important to know. This hiatus was never about catching closer back up. And I've I've mm-hmm. said that from the start. I said no way they're, they're doing money. it because they're go They want to go back into production now in January. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. that's what I heard too obviously. that's what I heard and here's my question are the actor because technically the actors are under contract until the last day they're on set which is Wednesday since the renewal is locked do they still release them
0: they've already yes yes they are already have that release done so that they could do other work
2: mm-hmm. so
0: they are not under contract from that point forward so they do have to yeah. renegotiate all of those i don't know it's gonna be interesting so last question on that who is your one person you only get to keep one who's right. the one person you're keeping
1: oh jesus why do i only really
2: get to keep one jonathan
0: because i'm not even letting you keep a couple
1: you're mean i hate you i hate you I know. so much like, this is the
2: meanest I, already question.
0: <laughs> I already got mine
2: then you go first
0: all right i'll go first camilla banas
2: Oh, yeah, obviously.
0: You can write that entire show but... around Gabby Hernandez.
2: Gabriela de Mera,
0: thank you. Gabriela de Mera Hernandez.
1: Hernandez de Mera. You Her know Mera what, Jonathan? Whatever. I'm gonna say it.
0: <laughs> I'm just buying time.
1: Okay. Uh, honestly, I think I would I would bring back Sierra. Because that's another next generation you can again write the show around and move the show into the future hmm. if
2: I can only bring back one person if you guys are okay so if you both are saying the younger set I'm going to say like the one person from like the older set that I would bring back would be yep.
0: Yeah.
2: because there has to be like a counterbalance
0: yeah I'm okay with that so that's our show it's going to be Marlena <laughs> and Gabby there you go God, but, Gabby needs a therapist so I will go.
1: say like all the actors seem very happy like they mm-hmm. all seem like they're planning on coming back nobody's planning on leaving right no
0: I, I think it's all just going to depend on money and guarantees and time and it'll be interesting to see who comes back who doesn't I think you're going to see most of the cast though return oh, yeah, yeah. I don't there's some crazy stuff coming up and yeah yeah Ugh. Ugh. I'm excited. So let's talk about some of that craziness. Okay. I... Do it. Okay. Where are um, we starting? We're going to start with Marlene is not having any of Gina's shit. I and...
1: love it. it. I love it so much.
0: It's so good. It's, it's so, so, good. Good. so good. So Tony Ann, are you enjoying this incarnation of Gina?
1: Yes. Yes, she is doing a way better job of pretending to be hope than she ever did before. Um, So I can almost understand why nobody has figured it out within the year that she's not herself because any inconsistencies in her behavior could have been attributed to Jennifer's coma. So she's doing a way better job and it just looks like Christian is having like the best time in the world. I'm ready for Stefano to have a voice and a face.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Me too. Yes. Yep. Me too. Just for Twitter.
1: And I, well, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I don't even, and I will say, I don't particularly like that Gina is controlling Stefano. Once we get Stefano's voice and face, Stefano needs to be pulling her strings because Stefano has never, nor would he ever let anybody else pull his strings. Ever. that's the only thing that that's the only thing that's taken me out of this story but i love everything else about it and marlena being like what is happening right now is possibly my favorite thing although i do kind of need her to realize like hey hope would not be like blatantly trying to seduce my husband maybe this is princess gina
0: when she called hope selfish and was going off about how she just needs to go and live with Doug and Julie and stay out of her house I was like okay I I love love you I love Marlena
1: and my favorite thing about that too was like John and Marlena had that conversation and John made it clear like even if Hope was trying to do that my only loyalty is to you
0: Yes. I've only got eyes for you baby
1: Ugh, I love them so much.
0: But John's so, so dumb. John is so dumb.
1: God, <laughs> he got hit with the stupid stick, and he had like he had his brain for a minute. But apparently, it's time for another man in Salem <laughs> to have custody. That's always of... how it goes, though. Like, I swear to, to God, there's brain, only and then it's like
2: nothing.
1: There... <laughs> like, o- only one man in Salem is allowed to have custody of the brain at a time, and apparently, John has lost his turn. So I'm just trying to think who has it right now, because really,
2: Xander, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just like who has the the man brain in Salem?
1: Eli maybe?
0: No, he's getting used man. by Gabby.
1: Yeah, but he's also realizing that Chad and get, Chad and Abby are up to something. So True.
0: We'll just have to see. Um what is your guys thoughts on Sunny and Evan?
1: They're sparkly. I like them. Yes, they are definitely an upgrade. Sorry guys. They, they are, are because like you could see... Neither actor
0: hates each other and they're not bored?
1: Exactly! Like, they're engaged, and it's just nice. Sunny has better chemistry with Evan and with Chad than he ever has with Will. He has such great chemistry with
2: Chad. They need to kiss one of these days, I swear. Just once. Like,
1: fantasy episode. Even if it's just a dream, something... I love them. My favorite Sunny chat scene, just going back for one second, will always be before the double wedding. When they made the when they made the um guy who was fix fixing their tuxedos think that they were together. Yes. And Chad kissed <laughs> him and called him Sunny Buddy. I <laughs> died laughing every time. Yeah. I love their dynamic as friends and I mm-hmm. love that you know we actually kind of get to see Sonny's point of view on all of this. But Sunny and Evan are just, oh, I love them so much.
2: They are so sparkly. They really are. Well, because I mean, it's like the cute little, like, flirty almost interactions between them, like how Evan's like, hey, you know, if you want, like, you can meet me down there and whatever. And like, Sunny gets like this weird look on his face, like, he's smiling, but at the same time, he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just gonna, because he's like, he's not comfortable with it yet, you know, like, moving on or whatever. And it, just, like, that interaction that they had, and he was like, yeah, I was done, and I just, you know, wanted to see if you still wanted to go get something to eat or whatever.
0: And that that was just,
2: like, the cutest little flirty, like, unsure of themselves, like, interaction. And I was just like, I love you. Okay, but dang Sonny it. But
0: hasn't dated, like, in forever. A while. And no. And when he was Mm-mm. dating Will, it was very much a...
1: He was the aggressor they were, they were in that relationship. Two different,
0: yeah, exactly. Yep. And then the whole thing with Paul... Was that was a a past thing coming back, right? So it wasn't like he was meeting somebody new or going out like he the tried last the whole time internet he, thing,
1: right? That it, was the it, last time he dated was with Leo,
0: and this wasn't, and that's different. The the interactions and the way your relationship starts on in an internet relationship versus somebody like you starting a relationship with somebody in person. Like, yes, both of them can have the same end goal, but like those initial interactions are just way different. And And I I like the the
2: conversation that like he had with Chad, you know, when he was kind of telling Chad about it and Chad's like, is he gay? And he's like, I don't know. I think so. Like, they're still like so like uncertain. He's like still so uncertain of like where he stands with Evan, like, in himself. You know what I mean? Like, is like, I I thought it was kind of obvious that Evan was flirting with him and trying to like, yeah, no.
1: (laughs) And I like that Sunny is the one being pursued and not the one yeah. pursuing, because we've never really seen that dynamic. Mm-mm. Because he was after We're... Will,
2: like you know, like not after, but you know what I mean. Like he was like, like you guys said, the aggressor in that relationship, because he like, you know, he knew he was gay. He knew what he wanted. Like he was trying to get Will to like see that, like this is what what he wanted There's to, so many... you know,
0: be happier on this side of the rainbow.
2: There you go. Yeah. You know, and this like with Paul, like, you know, like you guys said, there was that love coming back. And yeah, Paul was like trying to get with Sonny, you know. So, I mean, Sonny wasn't really like the aggressor in that relationship, you know, until, you know, he decided that like, hey, this is what I want to after Will died and all that stuff. But it's nice, like, just it's, because this is a different, it, you're seeing a different side of Sunny, which is something that I appreciate because most of the time yeah. I find Sonny very boring.
1: You know, I like, just need to know, is Sonny working? Does no Sonny have a job? Like, Because he's just walking around town in suits for no reason. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've heard him say anything about
2: Titan. Uh, he was talking about like going out with his dad and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I don't remember
1: him ever saying anything about work. And I also kind of want to know what he thinks about Justin and Kayla. Like, he kind of seemed like he was okay with it, but kind of seemed like he didn't. Yeah. And I really kind of want him to not be okay with the fact that his dad moved on so fast.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's moving on himself. And I know it's different, <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's not.
1: It would be different, like, but he's only just starting to move on now six months later. At this point, Justin and Kayla have been in a relationship for three months. Yeah. So... Timing wise, it's different, and I just I think it'd be an interesting beat if he had an issue with it.
0: He may we may get a flashback to that because that's what flashbacks of our lives is becoming. But speaking of filling in some side story, Kate is over here sticking her nose in Will's business and like trying always. to get him to reconsider his decision to keep Sunny pushing Sunny away, and. Mm-hmm. I just need us to finally explain what happened to Adrian. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. It's coming, but still.
1: I have a theory. What's your theory? My theory is because everything is tracking back six months. The birth of the babies, Haley's death, and Adrian's accident were all six months ago. What if all of those things converged on one terrible night of awfulness? Possibility. Yeah, because that's what kind of what they're making it sound like. Because be I'm wondering if the accident that killed Adrian maybe Brady and Kristen and Sunny, not Sunny and Sarah and Xander were also involved, or Sarah at least, and that's what caused them to go into labor. I don't know, because everything tracking back six months, like, it seems too coincidental for it to not all be connected somehow.
0: I don't know. That's an interesting... I like the thought. So yeah, we'll it makes you
1: wonder, see. like,
2: if there was, like, a blackout or, like, some... Catastrophic disaster.
1: event. Yeah. Because uh, conversations that happened this week also make me think there's a twist in this Will story, and that... Mm-hmm he didn't actually kill adrian or if he did there's another reason why he did
0: hmm. we'll have to stay tuned to see but uh, should will have if he didn't like on purpose kill adrian which i don't think anybody believes he did should he be pushing sunny away like he is
1: yes i completely understand why he pushed I sunny away i yeah. totally get it because at this point he believes he killed adrian Now, for whatever reason, I don't know if he's covering for what actually happened or if he honestly believes that he did this. But let's go with the assumption that he honestly believes that he did this, which is why he took culpability. Every time he looks at Sonny, he can see the pain in Sonny's eyes because not only did Sonny lose his mother, his husband is the one who took her away. So he can see Sonny trying to push past the pain and it's too hard. And it's just easier for him to let Sonny go because he sees how much it's hurting him. Yeah. And I mean, even if, like,
2: let's say he's covering for somebody, you know, you can kind Mm -hmm. of see why he would push him away too because he's, Will thinks he's doing what's best for Sonny because obviously whatever or whoever he's covering for would hurt Sonny more than
1: thinking that Will did it. But see, again, the Xander... The Xander-Victor conversation made me think that Will isn't actually covering for anybody and that Will is the innocent person they sent to jail. I,
2: don't, I mean, I think maybe. I mean, maybe they might have talked him into it or well, I could see that, to be honest. Like, whatever happening, if someone did accidentally kill Adrian and Will somehow stumbled upon it or found mm-hmm. out, like, but who would that be? I mean, who would they... Who would Will care enough about to admit to doing something he didn't do and being taken away from his husband and his daughter?
1: It's interesting, but I don't know that Will is covering or if Will was just made to believe that he's the one who did it and he honestly believes he did. But, like I said, this the, the Xander-Victor conversation, when they were talking about putting an innocent man in jail... When they were when Xander was texting back and forth with Clyde, that was all too vague to be about Ben and Jordan. Yeah. And the only other man in prison that we know about right now is Will. So whatever Xander confessed to was not about Ben and Jordan. Right. And I'm thinking it's about Will.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: Pretty much. Cause they were, they were way too, like it was deliberately vague. Like even the way Clyde was texting Xander Mm -hmm. was deliberately vague to leave room for Xander to think it's one thing when it's something else. And ever since the jump, when the show is being deliberately vague like this, it's to lead us into a completely different direction. Yep. So that's just the way my mind works.
0: I just need to find out what Kate's been doing this year. I don't care. I don't care about Will. You can just he can stay in jail. Whatever. I need Kate. I need Kate and Roman.
1: Yeah. Yes. I'm hoping we get that. Please. Because Please. I, I loved Kate and I Roman. I loved the them together. I loved them together the first time around. And the only thing that stood in their way back then was Sammy. And now that Sammy and Kate have mended fences, there's literally nothing standing in their way. It would be so nice. So nice. Mm-hmm.
2: So
0: nice. So what are you guys thinking about Clyde ordering his friend Ray to kidnap McKenzie as leverage to get over or get him <laughs> out of prison?
1: I have feelings on this kidnapping story. Yes. Okay. Not necessarily about Clyde, but I have feelings. All right. I'm just going to segue off of Clyde for a second and touch on Sierra because I have been on a roller coaster of emotions with this all week long. I completely understand Sierra's motivations for not saying anything because this is Ben's last appeal. However, at the same time, I want her to talk to somebody who isn't a cop. And if she's not going to talk to anybody else, but she didn't, obviously, I want to at least see how conflicted she is because with Ben, When he was watching Clyde text Xander, you could see how tortured he was the entire time. He hated it. He was visibly uncomfortable. You could see it. And I was missing that from Sierra. And that's what was bothering me this week. Yeah. I mean, like, because when she found out that, you know,
2: Mickey had been kidnapped and, you know, it was because of Clyde and whatever. And then she goes to Sarah and hugs her and is like, I'm so sorry and
1: does it and I'm just like, Really? But see that scene didn't bother me because she wasn't a hundred percent sure that the baby was gone until Gina and Rafe confirmed it. Cause oh that bothered me. I was just like I I mean I love Sierra. Like,
2: don't get me wrong. But I was like, if I was Sarah and I found out that you knew anything, I would throat punch
1: you so dang hard. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. And I think like, should, it come, should it come out that Sierra knew and didn't say anything, she deserves the dragging she's going to get. And I'm here yeah. for it because I'm here for all that drama. But I, that particular scene didn't bother me because, again, she wasn't 100% sure the baby was gone. She suspected it, but she wasn't 100% sure until Rafe and Gina confirmed it. Well, I thought that that seems after she already went to the hospital, to the PD and talked to her mom. She or went. Penis, to, she whatever. went to the she went to the PD after she had the phone conversation with Ben. Gina right. and Rafe confirmed that she went that the baby was missing, and then she went from the PD to Sarah's. Yeah. So at, what she said to Sarah was true. Gina did tell her that the baby was missing. She confirmed it. Now, mm-hmm. at that point, she didn't say anything about her suspicions to Clyde, which I equal parts understood and equal parts frustrated me.
2: I mean, my thing is just, like, I get that it's Ben's last appeal, but at the same time, like, that's your cousin. You know, in second cousin, whatever way, shape, however you want to slice it. You know, like... But the man way.
1: she love is loves is going to die if they mess this up like if he had one other appeal after this and he had another chance they could risk it but this he's literally going to die if his appeal gets denied no I get that it's just the
2: whole thing is just, just rubbing me the wrong way to be honest like I get I get it I love Ben and Sierra I like I love Sin you know but at the same time it's like you should have just listened to Ben and just dropped a tip on the hotline yeah, I wanted you know, her to do that and, and like just let somebody else, you know, take care of it. Like if I, I get that, like it'll screw up his appeal and all that. So drop a tip. You don't have to say that, like Ben Weston says. Just say I saw
1: this happen. This guy went to a shady. Or like, even if she didn't want to go to the cops, out of she, town. If she went to John, if she went to Eli. Eli. Went, yeah. Like, and in in her mind, she's like, I'll just go and I will, I will find her and bring her home okay great once you have the baby how are you going to explain having the baby and even if she just went to victor and made up something
2: you know which she could do because apparently victor is blind and stupid when it comes well, to well victor sarah right now.
1: she's she's like, not gonna go to victor or xander because she doesn't not trust them right now but so i get that but i feel like she should have said something to sarah to maggie to anybody mm-hmm But I also, at the same time, understand why she's not. It's weird that I feel so many things for one story because that doesn't normally happen. (sighs) I was just, I was like, I was pissed, to be honest, about the whole thing. I
2: was just like, so wait, you're really going to let Sarah, like, go through all this? You know, like, I get, I get it, okay? Like, neither Sierra nor Ben, this is not their idea to kidnap this baby or anything like that. But I was just like... So you're really not going to say anything? Well, and Ben, I understood completely why well, he wasn't saying ben anything. Ben had more point of view, like you said. Like they really gave him a lot more point of view in the in like the prison. Like when he was talking to Clyde and kept saying, "Give the baby back." Like, you know, I don't want this. Like And he even nothing. said
1: to he even said to Will, "Clyde has eyes and ears everywhere." Mhm. So you under but you understood Ben's point of view more and we're not Mm -hmm. getting as much of Sierra's point of view which is kind of a little bit of a complaint I've had overall as much as I love Ben and Sierra and I love them to bits I do but Sierra's point of view has always kind of been lacking a little bit and I'm hoping we kind of get that like if next week she says after all this is over I was afraid to say anything and we get it on the back end I'll feel better but it's not a good look for her to have no point of view right now yeah because, like, as of right now, I'm just like, no, nah, what you did was messed up. Like, you should have said something to somebody about something. Like, you can't just let this go on. Because I was even trying to justify it to myself. Like, did she 100% know that Clyde was behind it until Ben told her that Clyde was the one sending the text? Because at this point, at that point, she knew that the baby was missing and she knew that Xander was getting texts from the baby's kidnapper. But she didn't for 100% sure know that. That kidnapper was Clyde. So maybe she and then when she found out she ran off to rescue her. So I'm wondering, did she know and that's why she didn't say anything? Because she wasn't a hundred percent sure? I don't know. Like I said, the whole thing just
2: kind of pissed me off. I was just like, really? That's what that's what you're gonna do? Okay. Alright, cool. Like it just it, it just always seems weird to me. And as much as I like Sin, like, it just always seems to me like Sarah doesn't have, or Sarah, that Ciara doesn't have a point of view, really, when it comes to them as a couple. Like, she's always defending him, and I, I get that. Like, I understand that. But, like, it almost seems like, you know, it's always, you know, she's ride or die for Ben, and I get that. But it's like there are other factors that are happening here that you need to think about. And they just have her not really think about it to me. Like they don't show her thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like the consequences of like, what happens if this happens or this, that, or like, why didn't she just listen to Ben? Like I said, and go and like drop a tip line somewhere. You know, and say, this is what I think happened and let the police take care of it. You know, like I, it's just so many things that were just like so off to me about it. And I was just like, oh my God, why? Okay, cool. I get it. So now and she's then, gonna have the baby, and then what is she gonna do?
1: And then there was that, the, the, there was that spoiler picture that came out for next week with her sitting on the park bench with the baby, and I'm like, why are you sitting there? Yeah, like run away, go to the police, and then go even, to the hospital. And even after she, after she knocked Ray out, like after that happened, she's sitting there talking to the plant and to Bicky, and I'm just like, take the baby and run, damn it! Yeah, go oh, do
2: something. See, but I think this is going to bring up more questions for, like, why did she have the baby? Like, especially from Xander. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, like, how did you find her? And then Xander's going to look at her and kind of realize that, like, her story doesn't add up. You know, like,
1: and see, I'm excited for that because I'm ready for Xander to kill Clyde. And now the only thing I can think at this point is that maybe she's going to say she found the baby in the park.
0: Mm, Maybe. Yeah, just a random spare baby. No big deal. You never know. You It just you never know. It happens. <laughs> so, Jennifer, a.k.a. the viewers, uh, learned about Adrian's <laughs> death and Justin's new relationship with Kayla. And she was all up in her feelings about it.
1: I loved that entire it scene. It was great. I thought Missy Reeves did a great job, first of all. I loved it. I thought her reaction was perfect because for her, mm-hmm. their wedding was yesterday. Yep. So for her, it's been five minutes, not six months. So that reaction was completely, completely within a normal reaction. And I just love the way that Jack was there to support her. Just everything about it was perfect for me. I just love the way Missy was like, What? It's been five minutes. What, five minutes?
2: Like <laughs> she was just so like just going off and like Kayla and Jessica just standing there and Jack's just like, uh, I can't like like calm down, honey. Like, ah, uh, like what do I say? What do I do? You know? But yeah. I mean it was well within her rights, like yeah. to just like wake up and like realize that not only is her best friend dead, but Justin moved on with Kayla. And it's just, like, this weird, like, position for her to be in to kind of, like, wrap her brain around. And I thought the response was perfect. And then even afterward when she's, like, and I was just so horrible to them. You know? Like, and they you- have been through so much and
1: I was just so horrible to them. And I'm, now, like, yeah. How did you feel about the Jack-Kayla scene that preceded that? See, uh, I
2: I do not understand why Kayla is going up. To- I mean, I get Jack is Adrian's brother like I understand that but he raped you he raped you and you are asking him if it's okay for you to move on with Justin when you're divorced from his brother and Adrian like I just I didn't like it like I like Mary Beth and Matt in scenes together like I do but I was just like is Kayla really asking the man that
1: raped her if it's okay for her to move on the one thing like, I liked about that scene that took the ickiness out of it for me is Jack said, "Why do you think you have to?" What have to what? I'm sorry. No, he cuz when when he asked, when she asked him that, his response was, "Why do you think you have to why do you think you have to ask me?" Yeah. So that almost to me was like an acknowledgment of you really don't need to be asking my permission for anything given our history, even though that's not what he said. I totally think that's what he meant behind the line. So that took the ickiness out of it for me. But when the scene first started, I was very uncomfortable. And then he said that and I was like, but then it also, it also I think was the only way they could open up the conversation so we could see his anger at Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I love when Matt Ashford plays angry at steve like there's so much history there like it just flipped like and all of a sudden i was back to like when he first found out he was billy and the anger he had at his brother like i i literally i flipped and it was 32 years ago like my thing was like
2: the beginning of the conversation i was very very kind of like what like are we really having this conversation and then when it flipped to when then like i said them talking about steve and you know, how he left her and how angry he was at her and how much of a hypocrite Jack thought Steve was, you know, about how Steve's always talking to him about, like, the moral high ground and this, that, and the other thing, but then he went and did this to Kayla, like, that, like, the beginning of the, by the beginning of the conversation, I was, like, kind of like, what? And then at the end, I was, like, okay, like, I like the way this conversation ended. I just could have gone without that, those two meeting points, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't like it, to be honest. Like I, I was just like, why is Kayla asking like affirmation from? I mean, I get why they went to Jack. Like it's his sister and his brother. Like I understand that, but at the same time, I was like,
1: yeah, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, w- I was put off by it too until Jack said what he said, and that kind of made it better for me my other issue too was how did nobody think that steve missing adrian's funeral was a giant red flag right and that steve would just send a card with how close steve and adrian were there is no way if he was physically able to be at his funeral that he wouldn't be there
2: yeah
1: like i'm yeah. like i don't understand how everybody just kind of accepted that as a thing because this is the man who was willing to go to jail to protect his sister. You don't think that he would show up at her funeral if he were able to? Well, that and, like,
2: Kayla getting the divorce papers in the mail. Like, he just signed them. Like, there was no, like, talking or this, that. I was just like, okay. Like, if you think so. Like, I get, like, there's some, like, yes, he has put the job before his family and, you know, like, all the things they were talking about. But, you know, at the same time, I'm like, and that wasn't, like, a red flag for you? Like, because the last time this happened, Steve had no memory and he, everyone thought he was dead and, like, this, that, and the other thing. So you guys just think it's it's okay? I'm
1: like, okay. And especially after how hard he fought to get Caleb back after uh-huh. the when he came back in 2015, there is no way he would make the same mistakes again. I mean, even
2: the problems they were having like when Tripp came back or like, when Tripp came into their lives and the whole thing they had with, you know, the memory of Ava and Tripp trying to kill Kayla and like all this, you know what I mean? Like their son is in prison and like all this other stuff. And you think that he's just going to like send a card when his sister dies and just completely give you a divorce and just be like, okay, I wash my hands of you. I'm sorry, Kayla, bye. Like, that, it, it's just, I don't get why, how this doesn't make
1: sense to people that something's wrong. Because, I mean, for me, like, the biggest red flag, like I said, the biggest red flag is that he missed Adrian's funeral. He would never. He would absolutely never. Yeah, I agree
2: with that.
0: So, what, I guess, do you guys think about this whole Chad and Abigail and... Abigail's now being convinced by Eve that somebody else might have pushed Jennifer, but she's also trying to manipulate Steffi.
1: Okay, I liked the, the scenes with Abigail and Eve for the fact that I like the parallels between Eve being framed and Abigail mm-hmm. being framed and, and, and framing Gabby. However, I do not care enough about Eve to actually want her out of jail hmm so I don't particularly care yeah. what happens I will enjoy seeing Abigail in investigative reporter mode to try to figure it out yeah but if Eve got shanked in jail tomorrow I would have a party nah yeah it's just like oh, oh that's too bad isn't it
2: I mean like I, I like there's I mean I like Cassie the I, I, like, I, love, I love Cassie like, the Binks. chemistry that like Kate and Cassie have because they've always had very good chemistry on screen together they're, they're very present in their scenes But when she was like, you know, it's like what you did to Gabby, and and Abby goes, excuse me? And I was like,
1: oh, yeah, she went there. She went there, guys. Can I just say I love having feisty Abby back? Like, when I was watching the second installment of Chabby in Paris, did you watch it, Jenna? I did. Okay, so, like, when she punched Juliet. Over the table. (laughs) That was my favorite moment, and I'm like, please bring this Abby to salem and they have they're writing abby strong with an opinion she's not backing down she is her parents child she is a reporter she is this is the abby i've always wanted and always pictured yep and And i'm I'm so happy
2: i i mean the one gripe that i have with soaps in general sometimes about like their heroines is, like, they kind of make them, like, they make mistakes, but then, like, they're, like, oh, well, that wasn't me, or, like, I'm different now, and we're just supposed to buy it, whereas, like, the villains, like, they make mistakes, and they try to atone for it, and, you know, it's just, like, well, you're always gonna be evil, and da 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 and, like, a little bit with Abby, they're making her a little, like, a little bit, like, like, that was Gabby, that a a Y, that wasn't me, like, this, that, and the other thing, like, I didn't make a mistake, Gabby did. And it's
1: like, but it was still you. But see, they're not doing that this time, though. Ugh, because that just annoyed the crap out of me the last time. Yeah, but it's because even when when um, Eve brought up that it was her personality, she didn't correct her and say it wasn't me. She's, you know... She's taking responsibility for the things that her alters did because those alters were a part of her. And I got into a debate about this on Twitter with somebody else earlier this week. We were debating the whole Chad and Abby wanting to get revenge against Gabby thing, which I'm honestly here for. I love Gabby. I'm I'm team Gabby. But Gabby has this coming and has had this coming for a year because Chad and Abby didn't get a chance to have their pound of flesh a year ago because of actor exits. So I am all for them trying to get revenge as a team now because they are as a team against Gabby now, the way they should have been a year ago.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I get that. Like why they, why Chad at least, you know, is very adamant about getting the company back from Gabby. Like I definitely see that. And yes, there's always going to be some animosity and some bad blood you know, between Abby and Gabby. Like, that's never going to go away now. Like, never. It never, so, it should have always been there because, I exactly mean. Exactly. Because of what they have done to each other. Like, yes, there's always going to be bad blood. There's always going to be animosity and, you know, not nice to me. The fact they're all living in that house, though, it I makes hate, me laugh. I
1: hate it that, that really the mini does. mansion is back. I hate that the mini version of the mansion is back. And can they, for the love of God, turn, turn some lights on on this set? Please God, I think Thursday or Friday, whenever we saw them, and it was it was it was Friday because they did the direct pickup from Thursday with Ben and Sierra, and when she was standing outside the mansion, it was nighttime, and then we went to the mini mansion, and I couldn't see a single thing on that set. Just turn some lights on, please.
0: There yeah, was I'm that, not a fan of the where, mini Gina's painting. Every time that she's yes. painting, I'm like, "You're painting in the dark. How, how can please, you see?" Just, just please bulb.
1: turn some. Just please turn some lights go, on. Like,
0: go borrow one from CBS Thank and you. just just tell <laughs> Young and the Restless you'll give it back. It's okay.
1: What is it
2: that uh, <laughs> Ashley said? Borrow this the couch. Yeah,
0: just just borrow a couch. <laughs> it's alright. Really? Just, just we need we need some lights. That's, a, that's all. But
1: I hate. I hate the mini mansion. I want the big mansion back. I know we're probably not going to get it because of all the set revamps they've done with the jump. But I hate the mini mansion.
0: Well, we might need a mansion if we have more Damaris. <laughs> right. End up there. So. We will see. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Eric, proposing to Nicole. I don't. <laughs> but that's how it's beginning. And why?
1: I mean, I'm okay with it only because I know where it's leading, like with what's I'm excited for what's coming next week. Yeah. But the Eric the Eric part of it and the contrived reason he was at the police station and her him being there to support Sarah and all you know, like Eric didn't really feel needed a lot of this week. To me, I'm excited for next week because I feel like the story is finally going to stop moving. But this week, he was not necessary.
2: No, I mean, not. No, you're right. And I mean, I mean, some people are like, are you telling me it's been a year and he never proposed to, to Nicole? And I'm like, listen, if they didn't show it, you guys would be up in arms about it. But now that they are showing it, you guys are up in but
1: arms about it. But do they not it's pay lame. attention to the dialogue? Because Eric said... <laughs> I know, we've, I know we've discussed this and we've discussed why we shouldn't do this. But nope. after everything that happened today, I don't think we should wait anymore. And he went down on one knee. Maybe they should pause their bitching long enough to actually, get, I don't know, listen to the Thank dialogue. You. Thank you.
2: You know, like, I, I'm, I like Eric and Nicole. I don't have a problem with them. Like, I really liked them back in the day. Like, when they first got together. when it was With
1: with Jensen, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I mean, so I really, really, really like them. And it's been a very long time for them. I mean, for fans of that couple to, like, get to a point where they're happy. But the thing is, Nicole always shoots herself in the foot every time she's almost about to be happy. Whether it's with Eric or EJ or anybody else. She self-sabotages. She does. And it's just, like why didn't you just tell him the truth from the jump? Like, he would not have left you. Like, and that's and, something... Like, so pissed and, me off with this so bad. And like, I don't think he's going to leave her now. No, He's going to be upset. He's going to be disappointed that, you know, she didn't tell him the truth. and But he's going to understand why she didn't. I know he will. I think he's going to be more upset with Sarah
1: and Xander for keeping that baby from him. But my thing is nicole should trust in his love for her mm-hmm. and i thought nicole would have learned after everything that happened with the Kristen secret to not do this so the fact that she's yes. kept the secret like the fact that she found out i was going to keep the secret annoyed the crap out of me because i thought that nicole had moved on from this i mean the growth is all i'm asking for nicole
2: is yes growth. Exactly. like yeah, she's not going to leave eric for five million dollars but you know she should at least be truthful with him because that's the only thing he's ever asked of her is to tell him the truth i do like
1: that she's not willing to put a ring on her finger until she tells him the truth i do like that though i do like that too you know i mean that shows more growth
2: than you know she had 10 years ago because she just would have snapped him up and been like yeah sure whatever you know but
1: i wonder if if baby mickey hadn't gone missing if she would have made the same choice yep probably not to be honest because some part of her is always afraid
2: that she's not good enough for Eric. And so some part of her is always going to be afraid that she is going to lose him to someone quote unquote better. You know, and it's just like you she needs to trust him. She needs to trust yes. him in the fact that he loves her. Like he knows what she's done, the things that, you know, the lengths that she has gone to, you know, keep him or other people, you know, but he loves her anyway you know, and he's trying to, like, let her know that, like, hey, I love you. I want to be with you. Like, you are the woman that I love. And yet, she still is so... I don't even know the word. She's so insecure. Insecure. You know, in herself and, you know, in her love, in his love for her. So, I mean... I'm happy that, like, they're finally getting a proposal. I'm doubly happy that Nicole's going to tell him the truth before, you know, she accepts a proposal from him, which is something she should have done a year ago. You know, I'm just, I'm excited to see this story play out and to see the fallout of it, because Xander's not going to take any of this line down.
1: Yeah, and I also have another theory in regards to this, too. Like, um, do we actually think that that is... Sarah's
2: child. Uh, I mean, it's all up in the air right now. It wouldn't surprise me if it wasn't. It would honestly, it would be more of a shock if it actually was, because everybody thinks it's a baby switch. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, because I I think it's a baby switch, honestly.
0: They hit you over the head this week with that being a baby switch.
1: A little bit, yeah. A little bit because it, especially in the scene in the park with Sarah and Xander when she was talking about like how he couldn't. She couldn't lose the baby, and how on the terrible night he was the one to put the baby in her arms. I'm like, okay, they are they are dropping it. It is definitely going to be a baby switch. Like at this point, I will be more shocked if it's not like you said. Like because my whole thing is,
2: I'm more I'm more interested in the fact that if
1: Xander knows it's a baby switch, I think Xander's the one who did it, honestly, because if Sarah's baby dies. His future with Sarah dies with that child. But I wouldn't put it past Victor either. See that. And that was my other theory before their conversation with Will about Will with the whole, you know, innocent man in prison thing when they were discussing what they did. My original theory the first week of the jump was that Victor had Xander switch the babies so that Brady's child would not be influenced by Kristen. And that is why he became CEO. Now I'm thinking it's a reward for framing will but that was my first thought.'
0: Well, we'll just have to stay tuned to find out. It's hard knowing things that are coming up and having to bite your leg right. on certain things because right. I do know a little bit in regards to where things are going so it's kind of kind of hard but I do like your theory. As far as that goes. So, is Yeah. Anything else days related we want to tackle before we wrap it up?
1: Um, I don't think we missed anything, did we? I don't think so.
0: Very cool. Okay. Then on that note, let's give ratings. Tony, what do you rate this week's days?
1: I'm going to give it a solid eight. It was pretty good for me. There were a few things that frustrated me, but overall, it was pretty good.
0: Cool. All right, Jenna. What about you?
1: I think I'm
2: gonna stay with eight, like I did last week. You know, it was a good week. It was a solid week. Props to Lindsay Godfrey for her acting. Oh yeah. She was amazing. She was totally amazing. Like she was. You could feel her desperation, like in the fact that her child was missing. So. Props to Lindsay Godfrey. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. Like, there were some things, like, you know, the whole Sierra thing. It kind of pissed me off, the whole Kayla and Jack conversation that I was like, "Mm, mm," you know. But, I mean, overall, I think it was a very solid week. And I really need to see a Gina and Marlena cat fight sometime soon. Please. Yes, please.
0: Oof, that'd be nice. Uh, So, I'm going to go with an eight as well. And just go across the board and say, it was amazing. I love days. That's all. That's all. Oh, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm really excited to see where things go from here. Um I do have little gripes, but they're little and I'm okay with that. I can overlook those as long as we keep getting solid overall stories and episodes.
1: And I feel like we are. Me too. Next week is gonna be so good. And can I just give a shout out to NBC? Thank you, NBC, for actually caring enough about the show to find a way to put it on during the preemptions yes
0: I thank appreciate
1: you. that Ooh. other networks I've... need to take notes thank you
2: like it's not hard we live in a digital age nowadays
0: Dude. meanwhile I'm just thankful for a break I'm like, you know what? it's okay I didn't, I didn't need to see Bold and Beautiful but three episodes this week it's okay Ooh. it's fine I'm not But you know what? Thank you NBC for making it work. We appreciate you. On that note, you can follow us at arcticmedia.com Or on Twitter at arcticmedia You can follow At XO Tony Rony, XO. Jenna is at Jenna TV Lover, and I'm at Sophwiki John. You hashtag artemedia days when discussing the podcast, so we can find your tweets and read them on the show. Until next time, see you guys later.
2: Bye, everybody. Adios. Bye.